Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. Welcome to For Your Distraction. I am one of your hosts. My name is Adam, the main man, Silvis. Sitting across from me is Scotty Moe. What's up, Scott? Hey, Hi. not much, man. How we I'm, doing? How we doing? I'm good, good. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. I got this weird ear thing going on right now. Somebody fucked you in the ear, didn't they? Uh, you get <laughs> You like our background music? Yeah. All right, so anyway, I started something new, Adam. Oh, yeah? I started something new. So we talked last time about how for Lent, because it's Lent right now, I gave up posting controversial things on social media yeah whether it's like politically based or even like sports or religion and i'm not allowed to comment on any post that i just want to scream so i gave that up so so i've i've stopped that but i started something else you are looking at the internet police you are the internet. I, I'm the internet. Is the entire the internet the police? I am. I am now a member of the social media detective agency. Well, you were already a member of the Justice Warriors. So. I am now employed by no one that pays me to do this, but I what have that taken it upon myself to be an enforcer of the rules of social media. What does that mean, though? Like, what what does it mean in the long run? Like, what what do you do? So, I got to give you a little bit of a backstory here. So, the birth of social media happened oh, probably a good decade more now. Back when I was in college, remember a thing called MySpace? I think so. How great! I loved MySpace. How great was MySpace? MySpace is so good. I let me tell you about MySpace for me. Okay, I would spend time. I would actually spend time when I was at home getting on my computer. And looking for MySpace layouts and different ways to customize it, I'd get music and put it on on my little. You, you could pimp. Soundtrack. You could pimp your page out. You could have like, uh, you, every time that somebody came to your page, it would play like, like gym class heroes or My Chemical Romance. It was a status could, thing. It, <laughs> your top friends list. Yeah, it was a eight. status. You you better be in my top. I better be in your top eight. And I had enough a few, said. I had a few that I was in their top eight, and every time I go there, I'd be like, yeah, boy. I'd check in to make sure I'm still on the motherfucker's top eight. And if I'm not, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, like sometimes I'd be like top three, and somehow I'd drop down to like six or seven. I'm like, oh. I'm I'm yeah, hanging by a moment right it, now. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a ranking system. We got to go out and drink or something, because I got to stay on this dude's top eight. So at any rate, I backed the wrong horse, apparently, because uh, MySpace went the way of the dodo. And I'm, I'm not real sure why. Because when Facebook and MySpace relatively came out around the same time, I'd say. But Facebook was mainly for colleges. You had to be like your college. You, you entered it through your college. You know what I'm saying? And I went to a small school. Didn't have it at first. So that's why I jumped on the MySpace train. Well, it goes back. I then got on to Facebook, and this is around the time Kristen and I were like first dating, and neither one of us had Facebook. We both started them at the same time, and I didn't have it but a couple months, and I get a friend request from an ex-girlfriend, Adam. 
And Kristen <laughs> yeah, went ballistic. She's like, oh, what? Do you still talk to her? I'm like, no, I'm fucking talking to her in years. And why the hell she friend request you? At the time, I'm like, I really don't even know how this works. Apparently, you just randomly look people up. And yes, that is what you do. Yeah. You, you really do that. That's so, so I was completely innocent for this, but it was like a big deal. So I'm like, fine, let's just stop. I'm not even going to have Facebook. I don't even like it. So I ended my Facebook account there. Fast forward a couple years, Kristen and I are now engaged. We're going to get married. She's now a teacher, a full-time teacher at, at a public school. And the public schools, they don't, they don't tell you you can't have Facebook, but it's frowned upon. And she's a goody-two-shoes rule follower. so Don't let her hear you say that. She approached me. Oh, she'll listen to this show. She'll hear it. But she approached me and said, hey, let's start a joint Facebook account. We can put information for our upcoming wedding on there, and that way people won't know it's mine for school, and it'll just be fine. I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. So we had our name was Scott N. Kristen. We cl- clever little boy. She did that a little oh, yeah. play, yeah. So we had that for then Adam. I got hooked. I got hooked on Facebook. I got hooked on it, and yeah, the rest is history. Fast forward a couple years after we're married, you know, have kids. We're on a family vacation one year, and I go to post something on, on Facebook. I'm blocked out of it. Really? I'm blocked out of my Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I can't live without my Facebook now. So I do a little digging around. I get an email from them. I was apparently reported by someone. Who? For not, I don't know. It's, an, it's anonymous <clears throat> reporting. I was reported because you have to use your legal name on Facebook. You can't use any aliases. You have to use your given name. And for them to let my Facebook page come back, I had to physically take a photo of my driver's license and email it to them. And the name on my driver's license would have to go onto my account. Some dickhead took the time to report me because my name isn't Scott and Kristen. So now you know my Facebook account is my actual name. So the rest is history. Lately, since I haven't been able to argue politics or sports with people, I've been looking around, you know, sometimes the people you may know pop up, and I've been seeing some goddamn weird-ass motherfucking names that I know are not (laughs) these people's names. And damn it, if I had to change my name, then you got to change your name, too. You have not. I've been reporting like crazy. You have not. That's me. Look out when I come for you. I, wow. I'm taking the law into my own hands. Dick move. No, what, no, sir. What are you judge dread now? It's judge the Malay? law. It's the don't like the it. Law. Don't break the law, assholes. I am the law. I am the law. No, <laughs> like that was I'm trying to move slow, and it was pretty bad. It's okay. horrible. Sorry, yeah. I can't do impressions. Yeah, but that's terrible. Why would you be? Don't be that guy, Scott. Don't be that guy. Hey, I was born this way, baby. God. It's like those people that say, well, I didn't have free college, so why should they get free college? No free college. Or I didn't have, I don't have free health insurance. Why do they get free health insurance? No free health insurance. Well, in all honesty, no. there are a couple of my friends that have weird variations of not their real name. I'm not going to turn my friends in. They're complete asshole are you just, strangers. Are you just going randomly. Yes, yes, complete strangers. I'm not turning my friends in. No, they're complete strangers. And, I bet you I can guess one of, one of the profiles he did. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any of them. Maybe I can. Get, 
Okay, you can guess, but I'm, I'm not going to guess on here. I'm not going to okay, guess on okay, here. I'll tell okay. you later. But I don't think you're going to be right because I don't think I've known anybody who I've I've turned in. But it is what it is. Okay. Um, That's horrible. I feel You're, great about. It. I feel great about. It. I feel like you just have to fuck with people. I with, feel if you awesome. Can't, if you can't mess with people by arguing with them on the internet like, about politics and just social events, you have to fuck with them by sitting there saying like, "Oh, if I can't have my name like that, you can't." I have feel your like, name like I want to go to you Dunkin' are the most Donuts. Bitter individual in the world. I feel right great now. about. It. I want to. I feel like if I can go to Dunkin' Donuts, I want to sit at the table with, with all the cops. Sit down there like. Man, guys, I had a busy night last night. They look at me. We've been reporting people. Life is hard. You would blue get, lives matter, Adam. Blue lives matter. You would get stabbed so quickly in prison. <laughs> you would with get, a knife, with, with a, a shank, shank or a, a penis, sh- or a shiv. <laughs> with a penis. With a penis. They get you with the penis first, and then when they're like, "Happy trails." Gah, 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 gah. That's horrible. That's a terrible. I mean, what else is it? Like, I can't argue with people on the internet anymore. What else is it for? Is it just politics? You just can't argue with people in general. I can't argue at all till Easter. It's hard. You can't even post memes and just not. No, have I posted memes? I have not posted memes. I'm meme free. More often than not, when you post memes, you like to comment on them. I was, I didn't know if maybe you could post some memes and then just let it go off in the ether. No, I can post a meme or a photo if it's like legit, but I can't post anything controversial. And I like to troll. I do. So it's been hard for me. What else is the internet for except you're for like, trolling? You're like Kyle's dad in the, like, the last season of South Park. <laughs> Which is great. And you're like, Which is so great. You're like, yeah, just, just trolling people left and just going on just I mean, message boards and just. I mean, sometimes I like to read fun things, but I don't like to go on Instagram and look at butts. That's like something people do. Like, there's so many. And there's nothing wrong with it, Scott. I, I was not a pervert before the internet, and I don't want Look, the internet to turn me that way. If it's out there, how can you be a pervert? Like, come on. I just, I don't know. I'm just Scott, not into looking like at butts on me. Instagram. I feel like you're judging me. Now. Do you look at butts on Instagram? Of course you do. If I see a butt on there, I'm not going to not look. Butts of Instagram is like a legitimate thing. Like, there, there's a large... Okay, do you, do, you, do you go to the chive or anything at all? Do you, do you go on the chive? Yes, but you're gonna. Do you ignore? Gonna, do you ignore the section that's the women of child? Yes, I'd you rather read section? the fun facts. You, like, like how? Like you have to go to that section like at least once, like once, not maybe once, but like once a week. You gotta go on that section and look at all the pictures. They're they're there. It's out uh, there. Just look at it. Okay, but. It's, yeah, okay, the chive. The chive reminds me too much of Girls Gone Wild. What a douchey thing. Remember no. Girls Gone Wild? Remember that douche hole that started Girls Gone Wild? He, like, bought his own fucking private island and, like, then Look, went bankrupt. Now he's in jail play. taking dicks and shanks. Players gotta play, you know? He, he, had some, he had some good times. He was, like, taking advantage of drunk 16-year-old girls that pretended they were in college. That's a future lesson. Don't get drunk and lift your shirt up for somebody with a Maybe camera. Maybe don't take advantage of women asshole maybe you should be 16 and getting drunk how about that how about that hey one? i'm all for women if you're 18 or older and you have a, a you're have an attractive butt i guess any butt doesn't even matter their butts of instagram has all shapes and sizes doesn't matter <laughs> but if you feel great about your body and you want to post a picture of your own butt then go right ahead Absolutely. knock yourself out i have no problem with that it's just hey i like a good butt just as much as the next guy but i'm not gonna waste good time sitting around jerking off to 
butts of Instagram you when I'd I, rather be arguing with I somebody see, about fucking politics. Okay, do you think I see a butt on Instagram and I'm instantly like, I gotta jerk off now? Do you think I'm like that? Do you, do you think? Do you think? See, he's shrugging his shoulders and he's. Like, I don't know. I do you? No, no, it's not like an. What if instant- it's a really great butt though? First of all, I'm I'm a boob guy myself. I'm more of a boob guy than a butt. Guy. Eh, so I, I agree. I, I'm I'm more that way. But like, it's not like I see a pair of pair of nice boobs or you know an ass, and I'm like, I got to go jerk off right now. It's it takes a little more than that. <laughs> Well, sir, I commend you. I'm a complicated individual. (laughs) I commend you and your willpower. You're like the kind of guy who goes to the strip club and doesn't pay the extra 80 for the BJ. I I respect that. (laughs) I respect that. You're thrifty. No. Like Mike McElmore in this bitch. (laughs) All right. So anyway. Just the extra 15. That's all. Just, Just listen, all you people out there. Use your correct name on Facebook. And other social media. Hey, rules are rules are there for your protection. And otherwise, nothing is gonna. So the beer of the show, my the friend. Brewski of the beer the of the show. show. This is an interesting one. It is the original lager from the Fargo Brewing Company in Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Oh, you I've betcha. I've seen that movie. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. It's a great was, movie. At the same time, part of me feels it's a little overrated sometimes. Oh, just really? Little, little, just a little overrated. You need to rewatch it because it's it's. I think it's underrated. Oh shit! I just realized something. Uh, yeah. Side note: I left my keys in my ignition, so I'm gonna have to crawl through my trunk to get my goddamn keys. Really? Really? And as a matter of fact, um, I'll be back because I think it's half turned on. I don't want to kill the battery. Is everything okay? I'm out of shape is what I am. Well, you got you got your keys? Yeah. That Sorry was... about that, folks. Yeah. I had to crawl through my trunk, over my back seat, over car seats. It's still in my freaking Jeep, and I'm out of breath. Anyway, talking about the beer of the show. Oh, the beer of the show. The beer of the show. Okay, that's where we Look, left I'm off. Gonna, I'm going to take a swig real quick. Okay. Dude, yeah, you, you need it. You need it. So it's, it's a lager. It looks actually... Relatively light-bodied, so you might really like this, Adam. Um, Fargo, North Dakota. I've never been to North Dakota. I don't think many people have. Oh, don't say that. I don't. How many people live in North Dakota? Um, it's probably like one of was the, the cast least of most. Fargo. William H Macy and Steve Buscemi. And they were there. How many extras were there? And that'll give you the entire, maybe the entire um, population of Fargo. So. Yeah, we'll give this crafty brew a, a sip or two and Um Definitely light. Super, super light. Like you can almost see right through this bad boy. Hmm. I can see right through that bad boy. Um Yeah, it's almost ridiculously light. To me it tastes more like a pilsner than it does a lager. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't have I'm gonna say, I can't tell. I can't tell the difference if this is a pilsner or a lager. It says lager on the can. Yeah, the original lager. Original. Um, I go ahead. You go first. Yeah, my I'm, friend. Tr- I'm trying. It's 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 a plain lager. Mm-hmm. I can't can't be more honest than that. It's a plain lager. Um, nothing wow about it. No real great flavor. It doesn't have any type of bite to it. Um, it's 
It's one point five out of five, honestly. One point five out of it's, five. It's it's a casual beer. It's fine, but there's nothing. There's almost nothing there. You know, that's that's how I feel. But there's almost nothing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very light. Too light for me. Um, I don't think I could get drunk off this. Let's put it that way. Like that's you'd tough. have to drink a cool dozen, maybe. Yeah. But I like drinking a lot of beer, so that might not be such a bad thing. I feel like this is definitely a summertime beer, which is strange because it's never summer in Fargo. So, interesting way to think about it. But I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a two. Two. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Even the can is plain. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Even the can is plain. And sometimes people are like, "Well, you know, less is more." Sometimes, I mean. You could say that, but I mean, it's like just a plain white can with the name on it, and the only color in this can is this yellow something draped across. I can't, I can't, what, whatever that is. Is it like a tribal? I think so. I mean, there it seems like there's a Native American on the front, but he's like a Native American, like American farmware. Oh, yeah. That's yeah I think it's like. a farmer. I think it is a farmer. I don't think it's Native American. Although he does he have looks a ponytail. Like, he looks like a Native American. He's got in, that strong chin yeah. and a ponytail. That, but he's wearing overalls, so I don't know. And he's holding wheat. That's what I mean. So, <clears throat> so yes, I don't know. Oh well. Well, thanks to the uh, Fargo Brewing Company yeah. for the original lager. Maybe, we're gonna drink it. We're gonna drink it. Maybe next time, throw a little bit of flavor in there. And... I will say I've had another beer from the Fargo Brewing Company. It was their Scotch Ale, and I liked it a lot better than this. You don't have to say face with Fargo. I mean, they're not our sponsors. No, so, I know. Okay, but just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe we should take our show on the road, and the last place we should ever go is Fargo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want some flavor? Here's some flavor. Zip. Okay, piss in your beer. Scott. Yes, sir? This week, a movie came out. Uh, yeah? And it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the live action Beauty the live and the Beast. action Beauty and the Beast came out. I've heard great things. I've heard nothing but good things. Yes, haven't seen. I it. haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. I hopefully I'll see it on Monday. Um, I want to talk though about the original Beauty and the Beast, just a little bit. The animated classic. Yeah, the classic animated. I, I have to, seen that one. I want to talk about our memories with it, how we felt about it. You know, if there's anything that sticks out in that movie that kind of kind of grinds your gears a little bit. Um, for me, I can't remember the first time I saw the movie, but it's always been a staple of my childhood. Like I had the, when I was a kid, I had all like the classic Disney movies and those plastic cassette tapes that opened up like a folder almost. Oh yeah. 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 And I had one of those for beauty and the beast and I would watch it all the time. It was a great classic movie. I don't think there was any character in there I disliked. Even uh, what was Gaston's sidekick? LaFleu. LaFleu, yeah. Love him. Even him. Love him. I, he's a snively little, little just toady, kiss ass. Yeah. And even him, like, I wouldn't want to be him, but even him, I'm like, oh, LaFleu, yeah, here you go. I loved Gaston. He was incredible. He was the right? pimp. He was, he the was so awesome. Like, P-I-M, the original P-I-M-P. Oh, man, that movie, though. First time I ever saw it. What year did that come out? Ninety. Look it up. Ni- early nineties. Little Mermaid came out in eighty nine, and it was probably. Ni- was I'm born. gonna say ninety one. 
I'm going to say 91. Tell me if I'm right. I think Aladdin was 92 or 93. This came out before Aladdin. Yep, 91. Yes. So 1991. I'm in the city of Pittsburgh, and I go see this in the theater with uh, my mother and my mother's good friend, and she had two twin daughters that were a few years older than me. So we went to go see this. And I remember thinking, oh, Beauty and the Beast, here we go. It's going to be a girly movie. Wasn't really that excited to see it. There was a movie that came on before it. It was a double feature. Do you remember double features? Oh, yeah. Double features were the shit. I don't think I ever went to a double feature, but so I know of them. So this is the only double feature I remember other than drive-in. Drive-ins are like always double features. But in an actual theater... <laughs> This is the only double feature I remember going to. And there was a movie that came on first before Beauty and the Beast. Both are Disney films. Both I love to this day. I have a whole special place in my heart. The first movie I saw was a musical, Adam. You love musicals. It was starring Christian Bale, and it was called Newsies. Really? Did you ever see Newsies? I never saw Dude, Newsies. go seize the day and go watch Newsies. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Awesome movie. Loved it, saw that, then it followed, and I was so hyped from just watching Newsies. Never fear, Brooklyn's here. And I was like doing all the dances in between the movies. Like I wanted to be a Newsie, like in <laughs> in the 1920s and 30s. Like that. What do you want to be when you grow up, little boy? I want to be a fucking Newsie. Those aren't a thing. Well, fuck you, asshole. That movie taught me it was a thing. <laughs> so then I watched Beauty and the Beast and loved it. Loved it. But there are some things, I believe, that, that bother me about it. Uh, so it opens up the whole French town. What do they have against reading? Are they all illiterate? Not just reading. A woman reading. A woman reading. Well, well that was let's be it's In Donald Trump's America, we have problems with that here, too. But they were just against reading in general. I mean, were they all illiterate? I mean... There weren't people clamoring to get into that bookstore. I got a, I got a bigger bone to pick. Belle's just been getting books for free at that bookstore. It's a store, not a library. Like, she's oh, it's just, a bookstore. It's a bookstore. It's not a library. It's a bookstore. She's just taking. She's using her good looks to take books for free. And that old man. And nobody else in that village wants to read. They're all against reading. So he's probably not doing very well businessly. Yeah. And. The Probably, one, I slept under my counter the, the last one, time, but yes, you could just take a book. The one person who he's got in the town hooked on his product. Oh, here, just take it with you. Just take it for free. Dude, that guy's going to starve to death. Dude, he, I think I don't think he was thinking about food. I think he was thinking about something else. A little something, something yeah. else. I think he was thinking about a little favor maybe one day Bill could uh, you know, give him. But yeah. you, you take this. You consider this a favor. Then one day, one day... Old Jean-Claude's going to call on you for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, I just I had an issue with that. And what did – Belle just did not like Gaston. And every uh, – like, there was, like, the three blonde triplets. Yeah. You know he banged them all. At the same time. At the time. same time. Yeah, you know. And, and he wanted Belle. She was his prize. He was, she was the hard to get. She was the mm -hmm. hard to get. That's, that's, that was the challenge, and he wanted her. And unfortunately, it, result, it res, resorted to certain amounts of kidnapping and throwing your father into an insane asylum and things like that just to get her, try to, you know, get her. But, you know, I mean, he was desperate, I guess you could say. And Lafleu, he totally wanted him. Oh, totally, yeah. totally gay. He was the right height, too. He totally was, he was the right gay. Height. He wanted, and 
In the new movie, I don't know because I haven't seen it yet, but apparently there is a, I don't know if they've made LeFleur gay and made him out, because he was gay in the original too, let's be honest. But I think they maybe made him out. That's what I heard. In the new one. And people, of course, and Donald Trump's America go all up in arms about that and whatever. It's, I mean, it's more like one of those things, and I don't understand it, but I guess I can understand where they're coming from. I don't understand in the sense of like... Oh, I, I don't agree with it because, like, I don't really care that much. Like, I'm in that boat. But it's one of those things where it's like, I understand providing gay characters into new media today so that everybody can have a voice. But I think people are just they're saying, like, okay, these are all reboots from classic. You know, you're just throwing, like, gay characters in he here. He was just, always gay. Just for that. But he was never outwardly gay. You really didn't know. Oh, come on, Adam. As you a joke. he was I mean, gay. we know he was gay, but, like, he was never outwardly gay. And he was never, you know, I mean... He loved the cock, man. He loved Gaston's cock, let's be honest. He if you, loved that shit. He would oh. I mean, if you're gay for one guy, does that make you gay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> does it? It does. It does. I, w- I would think one of those seasons of Archer would uh would uh kinda convince you otherwise. There was a there was a one episode of Archer with the secret agent that he used to work with, and he's like, I'm not gay per se, but I'm gay for you. <laughs> like <laughs> remember that one yeah. yeah so it's kind of like that well i have no problem with it um at all whatsoever i think come on it's disney they put they put flaming in every one of their movies ever people were just too stupid to realize it back in the 80s all right and 90s. Well, let's go down that road okay little mermaid who's flaming in that we can all we can all name who it is who is it sebastian know if it's necessarily sebastian who else was it unless you're talking about like the butler or something or Um, like yeah or the the priest with his dick hanging out no 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 he was totally hetero man he got he got a boner for ursula when she turned into the the brunette who was damn good looking oh yeah he got a hard on for her so no he's not gay but yeah the 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 old butler guy it's really hard i would argue the dog was gay he was real into the prince let's He's always licking that prince, man. Come on. All right. The the Lion King. The I'm Lion sorry. King, Zazu. No, you're you're confusing British and gay. <laughs> I think that's what you're doing. It's gotta be Nathan Lane. Timon. No. Yes, dude. No. Nathan Lane. Nathan no, Lane. Timon and Pumbo, they were hipsters. They were high. They were drug druggies. They were smoking marijuana all the time. They were gay. They were gay. They were two men who raised a child together. No. And it was Nathan Lane who's gay in real life. Who I love, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, I love He's Nathan. Amazing. Lane. Come on. That's yes. Timon and Pumba. Totally gay. Alright, then let's go for Hunchback and Notre Dame. Um God, I haven't seen that movie in years. I saw I don't know, recently, are gargoyles like last asexual? Year. Are gargoyles asexual? How do they? Don't judge them. I, I'm not. I'm just trying to come up with an answer for you. I'm trying to think of who the. Um, I could. I could call. You know, the guy with the blonde hair who was like the knight. He was totally. He douchey. was totally into Esmeralda. Yes, he was. Totally... But he was going to use her and abuse her because she was a jibbo, and he was going to be done with her. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, he was, was, he was in love ask. with her. Just wait. Just he was. Wait. Just wait for what? Just wait. He wait for what? Till till they come in and they wipe away all the jibbos. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> jibbos. Did you ever see I... Snatch? 
<laughs> I don't think I, oh, I don't think I've ever seen Snatch. Yeah, watch Snatch. Um, just Beauty and the Beast, for example. Uh, the the guy who wrote it, whose name escapes me right now, he he was a, a Broadway producer and musician. He wrote the music for it. He died of he was a homosexual and he died of AIDS right before it came out. And he is I wish I remember the guy's name. He's credited for the renaissance of the Disney films because in the eighties, leading up to like the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion, that was their rebirth. Totally, it was. They had a, a drought there. There were some bad films. Arguably some underrated films, but that flopped. They all flopped. It was him who brought it back. So there's gay fingerprints all over Disney's work. So I have no issue with them making a character outwardly gay. Adam, it's 2017. It's the new millennia. It's time to get with the times. Okay, then I think we can both name uh, Aladdin. Who was gay in Aladdin? Jafar. Jafar was gay in Aladdin. Yeah, he was probably maybe bi because he was definitely into jazz. Or was he? Or was he? He was using her. He wanted yeah. to use her to become ruler. He was. He was definitely gay. Definitely gay. Are genius asexual? I mean, he was kind of flamboyant. I don't know if. Yeah. He might have been Metro. I don't know. He might have been. He might have been. But I mean, that's I, maybe. I would still go for Jafar. Okay, that's that's fair. I'll give you that. But back to back to Beauty and the Beast. Um, another thing I have a problem with. So how the Beast, how the Prince, I should say, got cursed in the first place. So they they tell a little backstory, and it's the it's the fairy tale. You know the old woman comes and raps on the door in the middle of the night. And... I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop yeah. you right. Th- I'm oh, gonna stop, stop you. Me? I'm gonna stop you right there for a second. Um, this is something I've heard, and actually, I've I've heard other people say this, and I totally agree with this. Why was the prince answering his own door? He's a prince. It's a castle. Yeah, he's got he's like got, he's got like three hundred some servants. He's got like, a thousand servants. You see, they all turn into everyday things in the yeah. castle. One of them couldn't answer the door. Whatever reason, he opens his own door. May- I don't know. Maybe he. <clears throat> where's his? Of course, it's Disney, so they never say. It, but where's his parents? Never talk about that. He was like 15 years old. No, he's he like was, 10. He was 10. He was like 10. Okay. He was 10. Even worse. So he opens the door to this strange person who's asking for what, asylum or something? They just wanted to- he's, this, this old woman wanted the kindness of the prince to get out of the storm. It was like cold storm or something like that that was happening. And he's like, no, be gone, you ugly wench or some but bullshit. But I don't want my 10-year-old letting a stranger into my house. Exactly. I mean- like, and you're blaming him for that, so you put a curse on him? What a total bitch! Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe she was the Wicked Witch of the West, or no, or the Good Witch of the East. Maybe she's. The good. This comes back to our previous episode of the Evil Witch, the the theory, the Evil Witch. Yeah. Maybe it was her. Oh, maybe, maybe, but so he gets cursed, and everybody in the castle turns into whatnots, and it is what it is. And fast forward however many years. What? what Here's it? my question. Can you answer for me, Scott? That castle, and he was the rule of the land. Yeah. How far away from he was was he from that town? Not that, I mean, not that Maurice far. Maurice wandered like belligerently drunk, an old fat man, and he had no problem finding he it. He went that far. He went that far. Wasn't How that far. does nobody know about this castle <laughs> and the beast? And why doesn't anybody know that their ruler? I'm assuming it's got to be their ruler because it's in his fucking land. Like their ruler is like, oh, uh, he doesn't rule over us anymore. What's going on? 
What is going on? It's because those people don't read and they vote for Donald Trump. This is what happens to society when it falls apart. But they forgot about this castle and the like. What was he the king? What was he the prince of? Aren't you the prince of a kingdom? That's the and idea. The closest village to you is not. They don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. What a great kingdom that it's is. A castle? What? It's only been a decade. <laughs> it it's hasn't not, even been that long. There are people that it, Gaston was fucking alive during that bullshit. Bell was alive during all that, that shit. Like seriously. I haven't forgotten about George W. Bush. Like, <laughs> apparently they would have. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, sweet Jesus. The, that's a big th- That's a private problem with that. Here's my problem. Here's my overall problem with the entire story. I got a problem with the ending. I got a problem with the very end of the movie. Throughout the entire story, Belle's sitting there talking about how she even sings in a song, I want a great adventure in the great white somewhere. She wants to go. She wants to go on an adventure like in these stories. She wants to break out, see the world. And at the end of the story, she's just like every other Disney princess, married to the prince and stuck in a castle. Yeah, that is that is true. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah, she's she's just stuck that, in a castle. A, yeah. she, she can't go on her adventures anymore. Like, what is she going to do? <laughs> Well, that's a side effect of Stockholm Syndrome, which is a classic case. Classic case. Which, by the way, they fell in love in, like, what, a day? It's been, like, a day she's been there and they fell in love? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, they try to show you in the movie that, oh, you know, some time has probably passed, you know, since she's been there. No, she's been there, like, a day, two at most. Two days at most. The, The witch or the fairy or whoever it was that cursed the beast, she wanted to teach him a lesson. Oh, he really learns his fucking lesson good when the most beautiful chick in the fucking kingdom wanders to his front porch and instantly falls in love with him, kisses him, and he turns back into Fabio. Yeah. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Belle's not innocent in this whole thing either, okay? The The idea behind the movie is you can be beautiful on the outside, but you can also be beautiful on the inside, and it's not the outside look set. Right, that's right. that's a whole beginning story, like the yeah. old hag and everything like that. And then Belle falls in love with this beast and everything like that, and she's rewarded by not being in love with this person she <laughs> exactly. fell in love with. She's rewarded by, like, you, felt, you had the guts to fall in love with a toad. Now here's your man. With the beautiful yeah. blonde hair. It's, yes. fu- it's fucked a up. Fucking, fucking goat man, and then you automatically kiss him. <laughs> Poof, it's Ryan Reynolds. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Here's my question. I gotta know. When the curse ends, and all the servants get turned back into real people, what happened to all the furnishings of the fucking castle? They had to go to Ikea. Like, exactly. Like, I did. like yeah. everything, everything was a thing, apparently. Like, a spoon was a person. Like, where the fuck is everything else? The Allen wrench was a person, so they couldn't even put the Ikea furniture together exactly. now. They're fucked. They're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. Imagine being a bed in that universe. Like, some people are doing some freaky stuff on you. Like, freaking Lumiere... The the whore that he is, he was going after everybody. All the maids were not safe from him. Yeah, he was putting his candelabra in places where the sun doesn't shine. Let's be honest. So, Scott, I wanted to talk about something weird. Something strange in this episode. I wanted to talk about hot dogs. Hot dogs. You know, the ghostly apparition known as hot dogs, also known as ghosts. So not known as hot dogs at all? No. Okay. 
Ghosts. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to spook the audience and confuse them. Yeah, you confuse your and then come co-host around, here. And then come around like back hot to dogs. It. Well, I love hot dogs. But you want to talk about ghosts. I'm talking huh? about ghosts. I want more specifically, not just ghosts in general. The theory of ghosts, the subject ghosts, it's fine. I want to talk specifically about not just some of the places, because we've done a little bit of little bit of we've experienced a little bit of hauntings in our lifetime. Just a little a few little little things. I want to talk about our favorite places that we either have gone to and have experienced hauntings or that we would ever like to go to to experience hauntings. You know, like a a real cool story you've heard about that you would like to maybe sometime visit just just to check it out. Um, we may it's, it doesn't have to be something you intend to. It's just, you know, something down the road kind of thing. Um It may not even be something you really want to visit. It could just be an interesting haunting story. You know, so you're something being very vague. With I'm being just, very vague. I'm okay. just trying to. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to handcuff us. Yeah. Okay. And pigeon. You know. I, I well, want to. I want to keep it open. I, I keep will it open. say, as far as like paranormal things go, I guess you could kind of loosely call it a guilty pleasure of ours. We enjoy that sort of stuff. Uh, we've talked about it on the show in length before. We haven't in a long time, so I think it's it's a good thing. We could go back and talk about it if you want to. I'd like to. I'd like, we, I'd like you to. You and I used to do some amateur ghost hunting some in very our day. Amateurish ghost hunting, you we would just, say? Just like the podcast, we basically did it for fun. We weren't trying to do but I, I right. had fun doing it. We went to a few places. And I had a couple of those. You told me to put throw this list together. Yeah, yeah, just, just you know, it's some quick discussion. Yeah. I think. Um, okay. I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take the lead. Okay. I'll go first. There's a, a place called Allentown. By the way, we're trying to keep it mostly towards like the PA area. I think we live we, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's so. that's kind of the it's kind of the stipulation, the only real stipulation. But it, but it really it doesn't matter. I have it a doesn't few. Matter. Most of mine are in Pennsylvania. A few of them are not. So. Yeah. Um. There is this place called the Cedar Crest College in Allentown. Allentown, Pennsylvania. Allentown. I know where Allentown is, but I've never heard of the Cedar Crest College. There is this one place called Butts Hall. Butts Hall? B-U-T-Z. Okay. Butts Hall. I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, and there's a ghost there named Wanda. They've, they, there's a ghost there named Wanda. And I'm assuming Butts Hall is a dorm room because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of students that have come yes yeah, a dorm there's been a lot of students that come forward and saying that they've had a lot of experiences where you know they're locked out of their doors even though they have a key alarm clocks are going off objects being moved you know the classic strange noises and stuff that you hear for being a ghost. Um, one of the weirdest things I think about it, which kind of freaks me out whenever they say it they say that if you see this ghost she has no facial features whatsoever she's like a blank face which is kind of weird to me i would like to, i would love to go and visit that that sounds interesting very interesting <laughs> i have not heard that story so yeah something, something simple it's just something nice and simple to get us started you know okay. get us going okay you want me to yeah, go? Yeah, okay. you, you go. Got, you go I've next. Got a few. I've got a few. Um, I'll go with some more local ones around where we live. Um, there's one, and this is a place that is uh, 
I'm very near and dear to my heart. And we actually, this is one of the many places that we went and did an investigation. I don't know of any firsthand accounts of people seeing a ghost other than just weird stuff happening. But it's called Dead Man's Lane. Dead it's Man's Lane. I know that. Dead Man's Lane. It's in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. It's right off of uh, Hofius Lane, which is the road that I actually grew up on. My uh, grandfather lived on the house next door to where Dead Man's Lane went. And it used to be called Old Man's Lane because there was an old man who, if you go down the lane, it was kind of back in the woods a little bit. He had a little house back there. He lived there by himself, kept to himself. So Old Man's Lane is what it was called. Apparently, he lived there alone and no one had heard from him for some time. And he had some family, and they came over to see him, and he was just gone, just disappeared. No one knew where he was. His car was still there. His television set was still on. And weeks and weeks had gone by, and nobody knew where he was. And, like, police were out looking for him, and everything. it was like a big deal. This is a long, long time ago, before we were born. I think, I think my dad was young and lived there. Well, my grandfather was walking on dead ma- on old man's lane if you will and as he's walking getting further back into the woods he smelled something absolutely rancid and he looks off the side of this this wooded lane in a ditch and there was the body of this man who lived there he apparently had gone for a walk by himself or something had a heart attack and keeled over dead and fell kind of off to the, off the trail to the side into the That's brush weird. and just no one no one could see him there and he was just there for a long time my grandfather actually found him there That's fucked up. And so it wasn't called Old Man's Lane anymore. It was called Dead Man's Lane. And years down the road they they tore the house down and they put the property up for sale. It's still for sale to this day. Nobody will buy it and um just if you go there at night as a kid, just really creepy things happen. So we t- we did an investigation there. Nothing. I don't think anything happened. No, nothing, ever, anything. nothing ever does. I've never seen a spirit, ghost, or anything. And I'm very disappointed because I really want to. <laughs> I don't think I have either. I'm convinced there's a ghost in my house. Like, so convinced that there's one. Um, the ghost of the man that we bought the house from, actually... Sometime after we bought the house uh, off the guy that <clears throat> used to own it, he died. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, he was the only other owner of that house. Oh. So I'm almost positive that he's haunting the house. I had a weird experience this past week where I was standing up in front of my TV and I was, look- I was looking at something. And I felt the back, like in the center of my back, almost like somebody like tugs your shirt a little bit. I kind of felt that, and I turned around and looked. I was like, "What the hell? Is, like, what the fuck is that?" And shit. And the dogs like got up and just kind of looked my way, and one of them started like freaking out and barking and shit. And at that point, I was like, "Yeah, there we go, there we go." So I'm totally convinced. Um, my sister once saw the way our chairs are set up in our living room and our couch. Uh, couches against the wall. Right next to the couch is the door, the doorway that goes to the stairs, and then across on the other side uh, of the room, there are chairs. 
and my sister was sitting in a chair and she was looking towards like the stairs and she swears she saw like a black figure at the at the stairs like not at like at the bottom like halfway up the stairs go up the stairs she swears wow and she was freaking out about it wow yeah it was hardcore um anyway my next pick for it's a place i used to go i used to be there and i'd like to go back at some point to do some type of investigative research into ghosting edinburgh more specifically, Edinburgh University. Okay. The college. You went to school there. I did. I went to school there for about a year and a half. These two places, I never, I don't think I ever, I went into one of these buildings. The other one I never really went into before, but I never lived. One of them's a dorm. The other one is the Performing Arts Center. Uh, the Performing Arts Center is apparently haunted by a ghost that the department has named Dorothy. Go figure, fucking artists are going to go sit there and name their ghost. But anyway, um, yeah, apparently uh, you can hear like footsteps and things like that and certain noises. And <clears throat> they actually have, uh, let me see here, what does it say? Okay, never mind. I was thinking of a different story. Anyway, I, I was confused there for a second. They actually, what they have is so that the ghost doesn't mess with their performances like they do on stage plays and stuff like that. So the ghost don't mess with the performances. They started putting a chair off to the side and they leave it empty they leave it empty because apparently they were getting some like weird things happening performances like things would get messed up they'd hear noises and stuff and so they started leaving a chair like off to the side so that dorothy can come and sit and watch a show and apparently it worked but yeah that that it's it's really weird the other one is lawrence towers which were these two very tall buildings that were dorms in edinburgh they were really, it was like the party dorm. So like they weren't really nice, I guess you would say, but they were good for like hanging out and stuff. Um, Have you been there? Yeah. I know we both know somebody who I went to school with there who uh, lived in those dorms for a while. So I would go there sometimes and uh, see them. On the fifth floor, I'm convinced this happened while I was there. I'm convinced this happened while I was going to school there. Um, there was a rumored that a college student living on the fifth floor hung herself. Hung herself in the door. Now, I'm almost positive that there was a college student that hung themselves in that dorm. Whether it's the same one or not. But whether it's this right. one they're talking about, I don't know. I'm convinced it's got to be her. But you remember when you were a student there yes. that you heard that there was a student who hung themselves. Now here's why I think right. I was convinced. Because they closed down the fifth floor after that like uh -huh. after that semester or after either either after the, i think it was after the semester for renovation uh -huh. apparently what they did they closed it down for renovation but you can apparently hear some like soft singing and nights because she was a music major apparently. so you could hear some like soft singing at nights um you can almost feel the presence when you walk through the halls is apparently what's going on yeah that that i, I do remember there were certain floors that got closed down for quote-unquote renovation because they were building the really nice the really, really nice dorms for, like, if you want to spend some money for it. So I'm almost convinced that that happened while I was there. Somebody saw a cockroach on the fifth floor. <laughs> yeah. Some cockroach. Bite your head off, man. <laughs> there might really have been a cockroach That's on cool the fifth story. floor. Cool story. So my next one, I'm sticking with the, the hometown feel. This one is another place. I have I have family ties to some of these places, but this is also another place that you and I have been went ghosting at, and uh, 
I'm referring to Hogback Hollow, Adam. That's on my list, too. That was on what? my list. It was things. on your list? Yeah. Well, we can both discuss about it. Uh, Hogback Hollow is this road, and it's it's Hermitage, where you live, West Middlesex, where I live. It's like the, the town split this road, but... It's an old windy road in the middle of the woods that has no winter maintenance, so it's really, really not fun to drive on any time of the year. But uh, basically, my in-laws, Kristen's father and her stepmother, they live on Hogback Road. But if you turn on Hogback Road, it's not bad for a few miles, and their house is like right there after you turn. But if you go a few miles down, it turns into Hogback Hollow, and it's a real steep hill. It goes down over there's there's a bridge an old bridge which they recently did some renovations to the bridge because i swear someone was going to get killed on the bridge so they fixed the bridge up it's slightly better and there's also all kinds of trails down there um that's a brief description what what did you want to say about hogback um just you you know you you remember the legend of hogback Mm -hmm. hogback i think it was during like what was it settlement periods um, there was a woman and her children that were on like a cart horse and buggy or some something like that. And basically what happened was her children dies. And she There's a also river. Dies. There's a river yes. at the bottom. They say that they were driving their buggy and the, the it overturned and fell into the river and they drowned. Yeah. And the legend is that the mother is on hogback. They're all on hogback, but the legend is the mother's on hogback and can hear her and see her looking for her children. She's forever lo- searching for her kids. Right. Essentially is what it is. She's never going to find them because that's, that's how these legends go is they fuck with the ghosts every time. So she's never going to find them. Um, we, when we went ghost hunting, you saw the video. There was actually something weird. We that did we see caught. something weird. There was yes. something weird. We caught on video is our friend, Laura, who was on the show before, and she had sent me the uh, a cop or a clip of the video before when she she found it. But <clears throat> there was a big group of us, and we split up into two different sections. We kind of went off in t- different directions, and they had caught something weird, which we were trying to debunk it. You know, was it car lights on the road or something? But there was something white that looked like something was flashing across the screen. It didn't take up the whole screen, obviously, but it looked like it was something moving across the. It could have been lights from the distance, but then we saw another car that we saw lights and we realized it couldn't have been that. It was really weird. Really weird. I had another experience, which I've actually talked about on the show before, but for those of you that are new listeners, I will talk about it again. Brief description. Um, I used to be a amateur pyromaniac back in the day, and me and a couple of the friends went down there to not so much tag the bridge but more to spray pathways on the bridge using spray paint and then light on fire and just watch the flames dance across the bridge. It was like tiny little ones. It was just like something really cool to listen to. We were under the bridge, feet soaking wet because it's the freaking water and all this other bullshit. Um, and I started getting a weird feeling. And in the back of like, like almost like something, somebody standing right behind me almost, I can hear like real low whispering. Like real, like you can't make out what it says, but you can hear it, and it just gets louder and louder and louder. And as it gets louder and louder, I get like this this more eeriness, and I look at everybody. And it's like we gotta get the fuck out of here. Like we gotta go now. Like it's it's getting loud. We gotta go. So, there's something I wanted to read about this. You, you pointed out this one site to me that we kind of did some researching on. This happened in October 2004, and it goes on to say that there were established. Is it the Shadowlands? 
Shadowlands? Shadowlands.net. Yes, the site yes, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, the site is called the Shadowlands.net. Apparently, it's more than just Pennsylvania. There's a bunch of states on there where they go through like the uh, different towns and cities and stuff like that. I think they're just like people add on what their experiences were and what they are is what I think it is. So, but anyway, you were saying? Yeah, the Shadowlands.net. So you sent me this link and... Sure enough, Hogback comes on a couple of times, and this one story is October 2004. People saying that there were established Indian campsites located in the hills, and we've been there. If you go down to the bottom of the hill, there's trails that go off to either side, and there's hills, and that's where we were walking around filming, and some weird stuff happened to us. But they said um, there was a hunter's moon. What the fuck's a hunter's moon? I don't know. So there was a hunter's moon. And these people were walking around at night, October 2004, during a hunter's moon. And they were standing quietly on the road and some of the... And they could see glowing orbs in the hollows and the hills. And we saw one of those on on the plant. Do you remember? Yeah, a hunter's moon is apparently the first full moon after a harvest moon. I gotcha. Okay. So, okay. So, and then they report at... On the top of the hill, they saw a young Indian warrior standing by a tree in the crest of the hill. That's a report on this the Shadowlands.net from Hogback. So I want to know if there's any reports from anybody like living around the area that like live like because there are houses around that area. There, there is my it's family not, lives. It's not nearby, deserted. Yes, it's not deserted. So I want to know if there's if they've experienced they've ever looked out the window and saw something weird going on. So that's a pretty cool one. It is. Um, I want to talk because we kind of we kind of briefly mentioned this before the actual episode. But we were surprised about this Grove City College. Oh yeah, that's got that's got some stuff going In on. Grove City, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's Grove City College, one of them called the Lily Room. I don't know if you read about the Lily Room, but apparently it's a locked off. It's a section of a girl's dorm and cafeteria that is completely locked off. It's like the bottom of the dorm. And it's apparently rumored that a young girl hung herself in one of the rooms. And I guess they tried to open it up again like 15 years later. And from what people said, when they opened it up again, uh, you could smell the lily. You could smell lilies. The reason why they call it the lily room. You could smell lilies, which was like the perfume of the girl that hung herself. Like, that's what people would say. Like, that smells just like, you know, her fragrance. I mean, it's 15 years later. But anyway, but apparently it's sealed off again. And you, there is apparently sightings of a girl in the lower floors, and like pounding can be felt on the uh, on the floors in the rooms above. And you could also hear some crying and stuff going on. I want to know if you go to Grove City College, have you ever experienced anything like this? Like that's Grove City is a small town too. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That is kind of neat. That's one I'd like to check out. Yeah. Well, I got another one that's uh, that's kind of relatively nearby us. It's in uh, Conneaut Lake, Pennsylvania, and it is the Hotel Conneaut. You familiar with this? I am totally unfamiliar with this. Okay, tell well, me. More. I've been there. I've been to this place. I have not experienced anything, but from what I hear, it's it's pretty active. Um, Conneaut Lake. There's there's actually an old old amusement park right on this nice lake that has has a sandy beach and this is an old-fashioned turn of the century hotel still very ornate and it's supposedly haunted as shit is that it, a quote 
haunted as shit. Haunted, you can quote me on that. It's haunted <laughs> as shit. Um, they've people have seen multiple apparitions, including a young boy, a butcher, and a bride named Elizabeth who died in a fire at the hotel in 1943. And it is confirmed that there was a fire in 1943 that burned part of this hotel to the ground, and there was a young girl named Elizabeth who was a fatality in that fire. It is said that her ghost, she was staying there for her wedding, very sad, very tragic. You can see an apparition in a white wedding dress roaming the halls, trying to get from the room to the fire escape, which didn't happen in real life. I thought that was very cool. And here is something else that's interesting. I used to be a big fan. Do you remember the show Ghost Hunters on the Sci-Fi Channel? Who doesn't Adam? remember that show? It's still on. It's still on. I do. I no longer watch it. I've become a little bit more cynical in my old age. But I... When I was young and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I really enjoyed that show. I kind of got turned off on it when I watch every single show, and they seem to be the same thing where they never really find shit. Yeah. Like, I want to watch one where there's a, oh, look, hey, there's a fucking ghost. Let's sit down and interview him, you know? <laughs> well, what's going on? But that never happens. When did so, you die? Okay. So, but anyway, I don't know if you know this, but there was a, uh, a gentleman who was one of the members of the ghost hunting team. His name was Dustin Perry. Name rings a bell. He kind of has like a blowout, like like Jersey Shore hairdo. Okay. Um, he is going to be at Hotel Conneaut on March 25th. Really? On Saturday, doing an investigation with uh, a Pittsburgh paranormal crew called Ghosts and That. So that sounds like a podcast. They're gonna be uh, they're gonna be there investigating, and that's very recent. I I was just looking up that story about the Hotel Conneaut. I saw that oh they're doing a ghost investigation in a week. So I thought that was worthwhile bringing up. So there's also, this is kind of neat, on April 8th, there was a paranormal and a psychic fair at the Hotel Conneaut. Okay. We should go. We should go. <laughs> we go. should take the show. I'll go. April 8th. So um, we'll, we'll share this event on the Forward Distraction we're, Facebook we're, page. Uh, we're people in the media. Can, can, yes. Let's get involved. Come on, guys. It's a paranormal slash psychic fair. At the historical Hotel Conneaut, April 8th and 9th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, fuck. It's $25. That's how they get you. Oh, no. It's $5 admission. It's $25 for a re- a psychic reading. <clears throat> you can bite my bag on that. I don't want any part of that. So that's it. Hotel Conneaut. Very cool. Very worth checking very, out. Very, very awesome. I got one. Okay. From Newcastle, Pennsylvania. It's a place called Covert's Crossing. You had a look on your face like we had something similar. I have one from Newcastle, but it's not that. You do? Yeah. Okay, we'll get, to, we'll get to yours right after this okay. one, man. Because uh, must do Newcastle on one go. Um, for those of you who live in Newcastle, I'm sure you may or may not know about Covert's Crossing. But apparently, I'm unfamiliar. Apparently in the early 40s, there was a girl on her way home from her high school prom. And she ended up driving off the side of the bridge on a stormy night. So she died. She died. That's how That's how all these ghost stories start. Somebody died. Somebody did. That's how it goes. Um, and it's said that at midnight, and I love, the, I love these kind of things where it's like you have to go there and you have to do something to see the spirit. They're real freaky legends. Mostly not true, but they really, really get me going a little bit. It said if you go there every night at midnight, 
you drive to the middle of the bridge, turn off your lights, and you can see her walking towards you in a dress. In a white dress, specifically. So if it's a red dress, say, fuck off, ghost. I'm looking for the one with the white, okay? Um, Yeah. I love those kind of stories. Um, Apparently, the bridge has been reconstructed many times because there are supposedly cults that like to do seances and rituals and shit like that on the bridge for whatever reason. And they've rebuilt the bridge and they've have to keep rebuilding it apparently because sometimes they get like burned down. I'm assuming this is then not now, but the cults are like burned down the bridge because they rebuilt it or whatever. Are cults like a real issue? I mean, are cults, are cults never like not an issue. I I don't know. When's the last time you heard about a cult problem? No, but I mean, it's, it may not be a very active issue, but have you ever heard of like, oh, it's just a cult? Those aren't really a big deal anymore. Not really. I haven't heard anything. Like, I don't think cults have really made the news, unless you count like uh, Westboro Baptist Church as a they cult. Are a cult. They, they are, are but a cult. they are, but they're like some would say the Catholic Church is a cult. Okay, fair enough. Cults are a thing. One man's cult is another man's religion, Scott. You had a Grove City one. No, I have a Newcastle one. Oh, Newcastle. Uh, that's right. We're in Newcastle. Yes. Not grocery. I, I have. It's called the Hillview Manor. Are you familiar with the Hillview Manor? Nope. I don't know anything about Newcastle. So we were t- I, on the last one. I was talking about the show Ghost Hunters, which I did really like. I don't watch it anymore, but I really enjoyed the show. There's another show. Um, the Ghost Hunters' popularity on the Sci-Fi Channel really spanned a whole bunch of other paranormal investigations. You ever hear of another show called Ghost Adventures, Adam? Yes, I have. Have you ever watched it? No, I have not. Well, I've watched it once or twice. And my advice to you and everybody listening is don't watch it. it I like to refer to it as Ghost Douchebags. Because the guys <laughs> on the show, first of all, they're like juicehead gorillas. And they wear like Ed Hardy extra schmedium sized t-shirts <laughs> and they like vape <laughs> they said so that those are the kind of guys they're doing and they like like roid rage about ghosts all the time it's just like a terrible horrible show they're just like idiot guys who lock themselves in they went to the hillview manor and have an episode of it i haven't watched this episode but i, I kind of think i want to watch this one now but apparently it used to be a all kinds of different things it used to be a home for the mentally insane it was a poor house for a while and it was a uh home for the elderly there was a fire and some of the elderly people couldn't get out apparently fire is more of an issue than cults from what i'm understanding but uh there's been all kinds of weird things about the hillview manor they they do they do haunted tours around halloween time but uh yeah, they just they just see all kinds of crazy things. I'm trying to find um I've never been to this place. I've never been to the Hillview Manor. It's it's in Newcastle. It's really close to where we live. It's a place I'd like to check out. And actually they have a I just saw it here. April 1st, they have a uh, a ghost hunt. It's on Saturday, April 1st. From 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. at the Haunted Hillview Manor in Newcastle. So there's another thing we can do. I'm probably not going to do that one because that's fucking all night long and I don't want to do that. 
But I mean, you got to be committed, man, to see them. Ghosts. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not committed. Not is the committed. thing. If I saw a ghost, maybe, but I haven't ever seen one, so maybe because you haven't been committed. That's right. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> so Hillview Manor. I wish I knew more stories about it, but I, like I said, I haven't been there, so I don't know that many tales of it. Other than I think it's very interesting, and I'd like to check it out. Pittsburgh is filled with ghost stories. Yeah. Just tons of ridiculous shit happening in Pittsburgh. But I'm going to talk about one in particular. It is the University of Pittsburgh, Bruce Hall. You're sticking with the colleges and universities. I like the idea of the colleges because it's a very freaky place. It's mostly in places where, you know, people live, you know? So it's it's real, real freaky. Um, and apparently... Room 201 in Bruce Hall, that means it's a dormitory, I'm assuming, um, is apparently haunted. Um, apparently, is it a dorm? Might be. I imagine it was because it's a former site of what is called the Shenley Hotel, if I'm pronouncing oh, that Sh- correctly. Yeah, Shenley Park, yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently the story is that a wife and mistress of the owner committed suicide on the 12th floor a wife and mistress yeah that's that's what it that's what it's telling me on the uh so the 12th floor or floor is no longer used for housing purposes it's basically an office space and they say odd things happen in that dorm um i don't know why it's telling me room 201 because it seems like it doesn't matter which room your fucking room it is whatever um but apparently like one of the one of the big things that happens there is the elevator at bruce hall will sometimes take you to the 12th floor no matter which button you push. So if you push like two, it might take you up to the 12th floor. And apparently it'll sit there for like a couple minutes before it'll let you keep going to wherever it is where you're going. That's freaky. That's freaky as shit. I think I'd go there just to see if that happened. Do you have anything from Pittsburgh? I don't have anything from Pittsburgh. Um, I know there's a lot of stories about Pittsburgh. There's too many to... I, I lived in Pittsburgh for a long time. There's a ton of tales from Pittsburgh. I think every town, even every little small town, has their urban legends and their ghost stories that everybody passes around. But even when it gets to big cities like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, they, they've got the most. But I'm going to go right to the top, Adam. Oh, yeah? I'm going to hit you with... The town in Pennsylvania that just puts them all to shame. And I'm talking about Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. That's a place I'd like to go to someday to do some, you know, ghost experiences. I'm I'm a big history guy. I'm a big paranormal guy. And I've been to Gettysburg a couple times. And I've done a ghost tour when I was there. And it was, there's two places in particular that I want to talk about. Uh, The first one is called. The Jenny Wade House. Are you familiar with this? Totally unfamiliar. Okay, so you know the Battle of Gettysburg was the largest battle during the Civil War, the North versus the South, and raged on for three days. Um, and Jenny Wade was a... She was 20 years old. She was just a local person who lived in the town. She was the only civilian casualty of the battle of gettysburg on the first day she was in her home which was just downhill from where the battle was taking and a stray bullet went through her wall struck her 
and killed her instantly. That's fucked up. And it is reported that her ghost haunts the very small, old-fashioned house that is still standing to this day. Did a tour of it, and you know, a lot. I was wasn't really buying into a lot of people say they caught orbs and photos, and I don't really think that's too much of a paranormal thing personally. But as I'm sitting there, there was an upstairs to the house, and it was roped off with one of those like like a velvet rope, like you see at strip clubs that you're familiar with at strip clubs. Oh, yeah. You know, it goes off, and then the bouncer will open it to let you in. One of those, like you see them at banks sometimes to form the lines, you know where to go. One of those was in the in the doorway, in the the way, uh, to the lead to the stairs, so people couldn't go upstairs. You were just supposed to stay on the first floor while the tour guide's telling us some stories. And there was a big group, and it's a small house. We, were, we spilled out into the into the foyer where I was standing, looking forward into where this rope was, and it was no, there was no breeze at him. All by itself, the rope started swaying back and forth. Me and one other person who I have no idea who she was, she was just in the tour with me, we looked at each other and like had a, had a moment of dread, terror. And she pointed it out to the, the tour guide and everybody lost their shit. Dude, it was awesome. It was a really cool moment. Um, don't know if it was paranormal or it was like a, a rogue breeze or somebody bumped it from the other end. I don't know. But it was a very cool thing that happened. I, I enjoyed that. Um, that's messed. That's yeah. That's that's messed up. Cool. I'd be I'd be I'd be a little freaked out about that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> um, next thing was a place called Devil's Den, also in Gettysburg. It was a part of this tour too, and it's part of the main battlefield. And the battlefield, if you go there, it's huge. And on the one end, it's almost like a little bit of a hill. It almost has like cliffs, like big boulders and rocks coming out of it. And there was some fighting that happened there and a lot, a lot of people. Well, there was a famous photograph that I'll see if I can find a picture of it and post it on to for distraction social media. Somebody was taking a photograph of his family. And in the background, you can see what looks like a Union soldier just standing there on the top of the hill which there was nobody there at the time. And um, it's a really cool picture. Like the picture has been, people have looked into it. And it's not faked or anything like that. And it just can't be explained who that person is. There was no reenactors there. Just a really, really cool thing. I went and I toured the Devil's Den. I didn't have any paranormal experiences personally, but I just loved that story. And those are two places in Gettysburg, which is a very haunted town. Yeah, that's like a ghost hunter's dream, I think. I don't know why there aren't more ghost hunters that want to go to Gettysburg for stuff. Maybe they're really freaked out or who knows. Um, I'm going to move to somewhere I go to every single day. I go to, I go to this place every single day of the week for the most part. Westminster College in New Wilmington. Westminster College. Yes, my employer. Um, there are some haunted places, I believe, in Westminster. There's one that's apparently legendarily haunted, which is the Hillside All Girls Dorm, which is actually all closed now. It's it's a storage area now. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, it's they closed it down. Uh, there was a there was a bit of a lapse in admission 
a few years ago, but it's recently gotten back up there. But they closed that dorm down. And apparently there was a lot of haunting happenings. So you'd hear noises, you know, things are getting moved across the room, things like that. I think it's I think that whole camp is haunted, but I don't think it's just that that's haunted. I, I'm almost positive there's a lot more places. I'm convinced that freaking the dorm I work in, Eichenhauer's is haunted. I'm so convinced of that because during the summertime, there are time periods in between when camps will come in and use your dorm, so you'd be in that place all by yourself. And I would hear a lot of times, if I was on like break or something, I would sit in my closet and I would hear like doors opening. For example, like the main door to the stairwell, it would open and close and I would pop out real quick to see who's there and there's nobody there. Um, I've seen or I've heard I, it's, it's, it's just mainly noises, I guess, right now. I don't think I've ever actually seen anything, though. Um, I do know if I ever did see anything, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that's really cool. I, I, I'm not doing this dorm anymore. Um, I'm done. I'll go somewhere else. But... <coughs> Yeah, I'm convinced that place is haunted. So incredibly convinced. So there's this story, and it actually happened more recently. So it happened over in Ohio, like Brookfield and Vianna and Trumbull County, right over the border into Ohio from Pennsylvania. And there was this there was this lady, and she went to a bar. A lady. A lady. She went to a bar, and she was drinking. She got drunk. Her uncle was at the bar, and there was this guy there that her uncle knew, like a friend of the family or whatever, and she was going to try to drive home, and her uncle and this guy were like, no, 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 you can't drive home. So this guy, his name was Byros, Byros, something like that, Kenneth, we'll call him Ken. So Ken decides to take her to get some coffee to sober up. Hey, hot coffee. Yeah, so they leave. She never returns. They they never return to get her car or whatever. So the next morning, her husband goes looking for, finds this guy, Kenneth. He tells this crazy story about he drove to Sharon, Pennsylvania to get some coffee. She took off running. The police interview him. And then basically, they get him to crack. And he admits that she died. And they found out later through investigation. He murders her. He takes her to... This little cabin, or it was pretty much just like a death house that was in the woods behind his house. And he like rapes her and murders her and cuts her body apart into all these pieces. And he dumps them in different places, like a whole bunch of places in Pennsylvania and Ohio. And like, so it would never be found, just dumps body parts, like really, really grisly and disgusting. He eventually is get he gets caught and put him on trial. He's found guilty. He's put to death. The guy's killed. But there's stories about the house where he was and the in the cabin behind it. They've now since like dilapidated. There's yeah. like basically ruins in the woods. But people say they've gone there and they've seen Tammy's body. The, the woman who was murdered. Her name was Tammy. They see her wandering around because of the way she died. I thought that fucking story was great. Like that's that's like that's a movie waiting to be happened. Honestly, that's a that's a horror movie just yeah. waiting yeah, to be happened. Right it there. is, it and is. that's happened around here. Like yeah, minor most minor local in in town, like down the road. Like that's messed up. That's a place I would like to ghost. Yeah. 
That's one place we've never gone. I just recently found out about this story. Not far. We can go do it. We just go do it. I got two places I want to talk about. Scott. Okay. Two places I want to talk about. I picked them specifically for people you know. Oh, me? Specifically for people you know. Sweet. Um, I know them too, but you know them better. Um, one of them I picked for Akron, Ohio. Oh, Akron, Ohio. Akron, Ohio. Good town. Yeah. Yes. Your Brandon and your sister. My live there. Sister, your sister Jackie. Yes. Yeah. She lives in Akron, Ohio. Um. Apparently, apparently there's some there's some dealings that go on in Akron a little mm. bit. Um. There are some haunted places. I'm mainly mentioning these because I'm really hoping that Jackie and Brandon listen to this episode so that they can be like, I'm going to go there and figure it out. I want to I I see what's going on or ask some questions. Be the investigative reporters, so to speak, and get back to us. But there's some places. Like one of them is the uh, Sigma New House is uh, apparently haunted. Um, apparently a sorority girl hung herself in the boiler room and her spirit lingers there to this day college sucks it really Dude, makes people hang themselves it huh? does it's stressful man it's stressful it's it's got to be chill but no it's stressful um apparently the uh i, I wouldn't want to be hanged by the neck at all like no. there's no way no. like oh apparently this place called the Howard house um apparently it was the original home for a person people named john and susan Howard. go figure that's the name of it um susan is apparently said to still be there an angry vengeful spirit because her husband was a was a bitch <laughs> what a bitch he, he apparently cheated on her a lot apparently um and supposedly what the legend says is that the ghost is believed to appear in a frightening manner to any male that enters the house so like you think like the beginning of ghostbusters the the original ghostbusters think like the beginning of that when they see the library. The library, yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. Um, TKE Fraternity House is apparently supposed to be haunted in that area. There was apparently originally a server or servants' quarters for the Howard House. This is like way back in like the late 1800s, by the way. I'm talking about these people lived there. But apparently it used to be a servants' quarters. And there's apparently the grave of a 15-year-old girl with the last name of Wilson somewhere on the grounds. And... She's said to be seen there, things like that. Um, so one place in particular, though, called the Akron Civics Theater. Um, I don't think this is on campus. I think this is like a movie theater uh, that exists. And apparently there like was a... Like a playhouse or something? Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Um, because every time I try to look it up, it said Ak- or Ak- Akron Civic Theaters or something like that. And it'd be like movies Maybe do something. like live shows, maybe. Maybe. It's, it's probably something like that. Um, apparently there's a lifelong custodian of the theater named Fred who haunts the buildings. Um, oh, Fred. He apparently, uh, he died on the premises and apparently he still tends to his duties to this day. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm a custodian. If I ever died at Westminster College, I would be tending to my fucking duties to this day. You retired. Fred, move on. You're done, dude. Yeah. Come on. Get out of that shit. Your watch has ended. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, apparently there are people that report that being attacked by Fred. And these are people like who tried to like vandalize the area. Like spray paint the walls and shit like that. So Fred's there like, don't you dare! Kind of shit. So, if cool. you live in Akron. Haunted you know, Akron. You know who I'm talking about? Get back to us. Tell us. Go there. Ghost hunt. Be the ghost hunters we can't be right now. Do some ghost hunting. Um, 
one other place. Uh, somebody else you know lives there. University of Nebraska. Your and, sister, Jenny. Yeah, my other sister. There. So yes. Lincoln, Nebraska. So Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm mainly going to talk about one place uh, called the Temple Building. The Temple Building. The Temple Building. There's a few stories there. One of them is apparently a worker fell from the rafters during some construction in like the early 1900s, probably building the Temple Building itself, I would imagine. Um, and you can apparently see a misty figure of a worker in old style clothes seen around there. Um there's another uh, supposed spirit that haunts those, uh, that place called Dallas Williams. He was apparently the department chairman and professor from 44 to 71. By the way, I didn't fact check any of this shit because I have a day job, so I don't have time for that kind of stuff. So I'm just reading off this website that I looked up, and apparently he haunts the temple now. Uh, he was known in life for being a passionate man. He like grab chairs and throw them across the room. I'm assuming he was... Uh, like Bobby Knight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Since he was like a theater man, he was trying to be passionate or whatever, teaching or directing or whatever kind of bullshit. And it's been reported that people can hear the sounds of chairs crashing all around, just not all around them, but if, if you're there on your own or if there are a few people, you can hear like in another room, just hear chairs crash. You're like, oh, that Dallas, he's at it again. Very cool. Yeah. So. If you live and you go to the University of Lincoln, Nebraska, head over to the temple. Let us know if that's really going on. Seriously. I want to know. This was fun. I mean, we could go on, on and billion, on and on and on. billion stories in a billion places. I mean, me. I've, yeah, there's been many more places that even we've investigated, but uh, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. It's it's. We haven't done it in a long time. I don't foresee us doing it any time in the recent no. near future here. But uh, we've got responsibilities and things like that. These like days. I like I said earlier, every town has their stories, has their places that are haunted. So you could go on and on and on for days. But there is one that I am planning on visiting this summer. Really, this July I am going to. California. California love. I'm going to Cal going to Cali. I've never been there. I know you lived there as a young lad, but I've never been to the Golden State and I'm looking forward to it. Kristen has family that live there, so we're gonna we're gonna take a trip out there and her family lives in San Jose. Have you ever heard of the Winchester Mystery House? No. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It is you know the Winchester rifles? Yeah. The the person who invented Winchester rifles in like the old West, his wife, he and his wife, I don't know, he died, but his wife like lost her mind and said that she was being haunted by all of the spirits of people who were murdered by her husband's gun that he Damn. invented. So the only way to 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 fight this she like they were millionaires in a in a long long time ago when it was probably like be billionaires today they had this huge mansion of the house and she construction could never end on it so she was constantly adding rooms adding stairways adding doors to nothing stairways that would just go up and it was it's just like the weirdest house like if it's so weird and she would say she's doing this to confuse the spirits 
It's really fascinating. Check out the Winchester Mystery House. Is this supposed to be haunted in any way? Haunted as hell. Really? Yes, there's been a lot of crazy stories about it. There's been a lot of big-time investigations go on there. I don't know any details of it, but... uh, In your spare time, I just need you to record on video. Just just you walking around exploring the house. And what I'll you do sh- a Facebook Live or a Periscope or something. Well, I want you to have like a physical copy, like so you can look at it later. You know, if, if you need to, you know, like go back and review it. That would that would be an idea. Like, you know, have that. So you, yeah, so you can review the audio. But what you should do, what you should really do, at least one of those nights, set your phone up to audio record while you sleep. I'm not staying there, fucker. I thought you were. St- I thought that was like a hotel. Oh, it's I thought not a it was hotel. like a house turned into a hotel. You, no, no, it's like a museum now. Oh, okay. Never like, mind. We'd have to go pay admission and like walk around and visit it. I was confused. But I can still record while I'm walking yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, I was confused. I I thought it was. You like- ain't staying there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> No way. I thought you were saying it was like a, a big mansion turned hotel or something. It's shit a like big that. mansion turned museum. And okay people do tours and shit it's just like a marvel of architecture it's just so bizarre and strange and the haunting really helps so i'm gonna check that out this summer looking forward to it well if you have any hauntings you'd like to report if you want to say that you've been to any place we've mentioned or let us know about any other weird and freaky stories out there for hauntings Email us, foyerdistraction at gmail.com. We also have our social medias, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, search for Distraction at Podcast FYD on Twitter. Um, search we, for butts of Instagram. That too, yeah. Search. Let us know your favorite butts. You know, let us know. <laughs> Ghost butts. Let us know who you think is the gayest Disney character in any movie, you know. Who? What did you think of you know the original Beauty of the Beast? Is there any other flaws we forgot? I'm sure there's a billion of them. Um, we are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes. Search for Distraction. Follow us on there. Subscribe to us. Uh, leave a comment. Like like our shows. You know, share it with your friends. The only way we can grow is if you help us grow. Literally the only way. Literally that's it. That's the it. only yeah, way no to, to do way. it. That's that's there's how no podcasts work, people. Um, we are also member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to BeRealNetwork.com and take a look at our shows. There's a bunch of other shows on there right now, too. We're looking to expand. So if you guys know a podcast, if you guys have a podcast, and you want to be part of the b-roll network or want them to be part of the b-roll network you can email us at for distraction at gmail.com or you can send us a message on facebook or twitter i'd prefer the email but it does, either way just let us know i would prefer social media so i can double check to make sure you're using your real name um i'm not using my real name i'm using for distraction that is not my real name so <laughs> no i'm not i'm letting you know right now motherfucker i'm coming for you <laughs> I wonder if you uh so if you were dead and you were a ghost would you uh like check in on like hot chicks in the shower like I mean if I you're mean, going to haunt shit why don't you do it the right way I feel like that's the same thing as asking if you were invisible would you go in the girls locker room I feel like it's the same question Yeah okay if, and the answer is yes <laughs> I yeah <laughs> Like, right. like if, if I was in high school and I could have the ability to become invisible, 
Why in high school? Because because you want to do it now because you lo- sound creepy. Because when you think of most locker rooms, you think of you know younger girls, and I don't want to come off as a pervert sitting there saying like I'm an old <laughs> man looking at younger girls because I'm not I'm not like that. So if I'm in high school, it's fun. <laughs> but if you're 30 and you can be invisible, you would go back to the high school to check out the 16 year old. Okay. Well, because it's like if I'm 30 and I can turn invisible and I can go in like the locker room at the gym and watch girls change, they're not all like there's some there's some old biddies in there. Because <laughs> that's how you get arrested. There's some. <laughs> and our beer of the show is the original lager from the Fargo Brewing Company. And I can guarantee that they're not perverted at the Fargo Brewing Company. No, they just make fine beer. They're they're like white bread. They're just they're plain. <laughs> I like white bread. I like wheat. A little little something, a little something something to add into it. You also like butts of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>